the Death Star. That thing's operational. Dr. Banner. Now might be a really good time for you to get angry. That's my secret, Captain. I'm always angry. Hello and welcome to episode 152 of The Usual Podcast, the podcast where we discuss Star Wars Yoda Republic, the Star Wars franchise, and geek and pop culture. I'm your host, Marshall, and with me from far away in the future, two hours in the future, is my co-host, Will. What's up, buddy? Yeah, I can already tell that you that you suck in the future. I Yeah, well, <laughs> if you look forward, I always suck. Anyway, and we're just sitting here enjoying our usual frosty beverages, sadly, from afar, distance between us. But what are you drinking, dude? Your usual? Uh, I'm, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, drinking, I'm drinking diet tonight. Um, and actually, you know what's funny? I went to the store today, and I just forgot to buy a beer. Yeah, you would. I also forgot to buy a beer. I'm on my last beer of the night, um, sadly. Um, but I'm drinking a Sierra Nevada Hot Bullet Double IPA. I just grabbed a six-pack. They do like the little cube. Uh, six oh, right. pack cans, yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's delicious, and I love it. But I'm on my last one, and it makes me sad. But uh, it should be enough to get through the show. It's not gonna be a very long show, but this is um, a hallmark, my friend. A hallmark. Four years. Four years. Um, but before we get started, if you have comments or questions, you can find us at theusualpodcast.com. Email us at theusualpodcast at gmail.com. and we're on Facebook, Google Plus, Pinterest, Instagram, Twitch. And YouTube. I am at Darth Pops on Twitter, and Will, even though he's in the Midwest, can still be found at I am Will Griggs. Yeah, I can. <laughs> We're on iTunes, Stitch Radio, Google Play, and Plex. So take the time to give us positive ratings, like us, share us, and engage with get engaged with us on social media. I'm hoping to do a little bit better about that New Year's resolution kind of thing style. So here we are. Uh, so we have merch and stuff at teespring.com slash store slash usual podcast. And of course, as always, the timestamps in the show notes, if you're not a store tour fan or if you're not watching live, um, thanks to everybody who is in the chat room. We've got skiing. Eddie was here for a bit. We had a gorgeous sighting. Um, we watched some trailers a bit ago and, um, I am just stoked to be back, dude. It's been about a month and, um, you know, it's, it's, it's a long time coming, you know? Yeah, it's been a bit, um, it's uh it's been an experience getting here to the midwest <laughs> yeah and and should we just uh before we get into this get into where we're at right now a little bit well i still don't think we know exactly where we're at but yeah, yeah. let's 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 do it i agree um we don't know where we're at right now um we've had some changes um obviously in our normal recording sessions and what we're going to be doing we've got some changes coming down um uh, especially if you're a patron um we're going to be changing a couple things we do support we do 100 percent um appreciate the people who have been patrons uh for as long as you have um so please if you are a patron and you're listening to this uh take a look at patreon.com slash usual podcast and really jump on there and make sure you change uh your tiers and stuff we are not going to be doing the monthly thing anymore we've been inconsistent the last couple of months and i was feeling very 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 guilty about it although i've talked to most of our patrons and they don't really care but i it's, yeah. it's a it's a I don't know the best way to say it, but um, it's a pride thing. You know, if we're not putting the content out that we're promising, then I don't want to charge people for it. Exactly. Basically, what I did was uh, our tiers were priced at one, three, five, and ten dollars. Sorry, one, uh, three, five, ten, and twenty dollars per month. Per per month, I lowered them to one, two, three, five, and ten per creation. Um. Which would, if we do two episodes a month, then it evens out to exactly what you were paying 
previously. But if we have a month like we just had where we don't get enough content out, then you're not overpaying. Yeah. And I think that's important. We are probably going to go to bi-weekly if if I do oh, I got I don't know why we're doing that right now. Um if we if we go to bi-weekly, which we're probably going to do at least with uh Will and myself, if I choose to throw a show in between or if Will's not available or whatever we're planning on doing, um I have some guests that have already said that they do want to come on to the show. The the bottom line is um I want to make sure people are getting their money's worth, you know. And, and, we're put, and we're putting out what we're supposed to be putting out. So um, we are going to go bi-weekly, uh, at least Will and myself. If I throw another show in there, um, it'll be me and Skeen or um, Jesse's agreed to come on to the show, which I can't wait. I'd love to talk to her for a bit. So um, stuff like that. So and we'll, and Sounds like that, a plan. That last thing I said will make more sense here in a minute. So, so let's move on. Um, so what are we doing? So Will's in the Midwest. You're yeah, sa- so you're safely there, which is important. <laughs> safely is the key word. Uh, <laughs> for for those of you who who weren't really following along with me, and well, I, I was I was putting the the sunnier side of it on Facebook. Um, those who weren't in my text chat, which I think Marshall is the only one here that would have been, um, unless Michaela's on here. I haven't seen her yet. Um, it was an experience moving east because uh, I I drove from Seattle. Well, first of all, I drove from Fort Bragg to Seattle over a couple days to get there by Christmas. I had a nice Christmas with my family. And then I was driving from Seattle to St. Louis and I was basically being chased by a snowstorm across the country. Oh God. And I'm in an RV that, um, had very, very little weight in it because I had unloaded all my mom stuff from my RV. And I basically, everything I own is not a lot. So I, I made it through some really cold weather in, 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 uh, Idaho and, uh, Utah, I hit snow in Utah and um, Wyoming, and I got to uh, a little tiny town in western Wyoming, and uh, I actually had to get a hotel room because it was a high of about five below. Oh my god, that's um, insane! With, a, with yeah, with a wind chill factor of almost twenty below, um, it was pretty darn cold that day. I was uh, worried that when I got out to my RV the next day, it wouldn't start up because you know, fluids would freeze and stuff, but luckily, um, the antifreeze held up and, uh, it was good to go and I was able to get on the road. Uh, but once I get to the middle of Wyoming, um, the interstate was shut down for what are called high profile, uh, vehicles like mine, low weight, high, high profile vehicles. So like semi trucks can keep going through because they're weighted down, but lightweight RVs like mine, well, relatively lightweight RVs like mine, right. I would have just gotten blown over by this, by the windstorm. So I had Jesus. to find a way to get down through Colorado and it was just, it was ridiculous. And then I finally was about an hour away from St. Louis and I stopped for the last night and I just got hit by a major rainstorm. Oh man. And, uh, then I finally got here and, uh, it's, it's been really nice since I had a nice, uh, new year's with my family. I'm parked out in front of my sister's house right now. I'm looking for work. So if anybody knows anything in the St. Louis area, I'm still looking. Um, Finally got my unemployment taken care of. I got my first payment for that today. So that was great. Nice. Good day. Yeah. So it's a good day. Um, Yeah. So it's a, it's, it's nice. I I, I like it here. It's, oh, and then I get here and last weekend we had uh, about a foot of snow. So yeah, that hit. Only, only, uh, only a foot. You mean? Only a foot. Oh, cool. Um, and then uh, we're supposed to get another few inches on Saturday, but that's about Damn. it. Well, it's been raining like crazy here, but I'm glad you made it there safe, buddy. Um, and really, seriously, um, I was worried about you, and I'm just really glad you're there. 
Um, so, you know, whatever the next step is for you, man, um, I'm glad you're still here and doing this with me. So I think that's important. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to do a couple things. First of all, I'm, I'm looking for work. Um, you know, for those of you who are listeners over the last four years know that I've got depression and anxiety. And so some of these days are really, really hard, you know, not, especially not knowing if I was, my unemployment was going to come through. Um, also that's, but was a big stress when that got taken care of today. But, um, I'm really going to start trying to get some new content out. So, um, either through the usual Patreon page or through my own Patreon page, um, uh, there might be other ways for you to help support me in the future. Uh, I did put in a press request for a local uh, Wizarding World convention happening in St. Louis in March or February. Um, I forget which, but Is that I have a Harry back Potter yet. one. And it's just called. Well, it's not. No, it's just called. Sorry, Wizard World. Oh, okay. Um, it's not Wizarding World, and so it's. Uh, but no, it's just it's a fantasy based uh, convention. That sounds awesome. Um, yeah, so it should be uh, a lot of fun. So uh, hopefully I'll get, even if I don't get press pass for that, I might try to get tickets regardless uh, and go. And it's it's wonderful. I, I, I'm I glad I'm living in an, in an urban area again. I mean, right. I'm, in a small, I'm in a small part of the, the city, but um, a great example is yesterday I got on Facebook and, you know, you always see those things. Oh, so they're doing a special release event for a movie somewhere, right? Right. Well, it turns out D23, which is the Disney fan club, is doing a special event showing of Captain Marvel uh, the day before release in the afternoon really? at a major theater here in St. Louis. Well, that's and cool. If you're, and if you're a member of D23, then you could have, you could uh, request tickets, and the tickets are free too. Oh wow! And those went and those went available today at noon. And I saw it yesterday, so I went on to D23. I became a free member of D23, and then I got the free tickets today. So I've got two tickets to go see Captain Are Marvel on March seventh, the day the 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 you know the midnight showing day. But yeah. it's going to be at two p.m. and it's at an old um, major like opera house size theater in St. Louis. Dude, that's badass, dude. You didn't yeah, tell me so that. I'm going to be seeing that at two p.m. Uh, uh, central time. So I'll be getting out about 2 p.m. your time, Marshall. So I'll be able to yeah. tell you all about it while you're in line. <laughs> yeah, dude, that's awesome. Oh, I'm stoked for you. That's badass, dude. Um, yeah, of course, I don't have anybody to go with me because you know my my family that's here um, will either be in work or school. Yeah. And then my other sister Donna isn't a huge fan of the MCU, so. I don't know. Might have to uh, raffle the ticket off to uh, maybe if there's a fan in the St. Louis area who wants to come with me. Yeah, dude, that'll be <laughs> that'll be awesome, dude. We got to figure something out. Um, or you know, if Skeen wants to make the four hour drive over. Oh, Skeen, he'll do it. Um, anyway, man. <laughs> um, so let's. Anything else that we need to say at the top of the show? I mean, uh, we've been doing this for four years. We're gonna keep doing it. Um, and especially since you're far away now, I honestly, dude, like, I feel like this, this is going to be our way of connecting again, you know, and this is why we kind of started this in the first place, you know? So absolutely. Uh, I was, I was for, for those who, uh, well, actually, I don't think we've said I've got a new mic and that's what I'm working with today because I left my mic in your house. You and, certainly did. Yeah. And, uh, so I was worried that I was going to have to record with iPhone headphones again, like we did the first couple episodes. I was not going to allow it. <laughs> um 
but yeah, it would have taken us back to to the first couple episodes, and uh, yeah, it's been four four years. Um, I don't think we're. I mean, I don't think we should go into the the whole origin story again because we just did that a couple episodes ago. Yeah, we did that on uh, what episode one fifty. So you can go back. Yeah, and so check that yeah, out. so go back to one fifty, and, and if you want to hear where our origin story uh, comes from, but um, but it's funny. You, yeah, you, it's just you talk about going back, and and I almost let you record on on that shitty mic, and I was just like, you know what, I'm not gonna do it. I'm not gonna do it. We haven't recorded in a month. I am not gonna allow you to record on a crappy mic, um, far away on Wi-Fi. It's bad enough. We have the tech issues we have. So, um, yeah, I, I sent you the mic. So, yeah. Plus, it's which I really appreciate. Um, it's uh, and I got the arm today, so I'm not holding the mic all all episode long. That was um, my fear. <laughs> but um, it's you know I miss you, buddy. I do. I mean, it's been yeah. a month, and and uh, it's. It's funny you, you return you returned to school um, last week, right? Yeah, and uh, it's just it's it's weird not not seeing you at work every day. <laughs> yeah, it, it's actually funny because uh, two things. One, John uh, Skeen brings up uh, he remembers when you were like in the McDonald's parking lot recording or in the McDonald's uh, actually recording in the McDonald's or whatever it was on their Wi Fi. Yeah, it was a, a f- yeah a few summers ago. I was actually parked on a street in front of a McDonald's. Right. Stealing their Wi-Fi so I could record. Oh my god! And then, um, and then, like it's funny because uh, I don't know. You asked about something. I don't know. We were walking. Josh and I were walking by the lab one day or something, and I'm like, and I almost caught myself. I was like, oh, we should go see how to will. Oh, <laughs> like you know, it was like one of those things. Like we we just keep thinking you're there, but you're not. You know what I mean? And it's 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 a bummer. You know, we yeah. we we miss, we miss you, man. And the kids miss you too. So um, you know. It is what it yeah, is. Yeah, the uh, the librarian uh, texted me today, and she's like, because, you know, it's raining, so, of course, all yeah. the kids want to come in out of the rain, and so, you know, a lot of them used to come into the lab during lunch, and uh, so she says that she's constantly getting, can you open the labs? And she goes, no will, no way. <laughs> <laughs> That's just be a sign across the lab do- windows or something, you know? I love that. Um, all right, because, man, you know, so. If, if, yeah, if there's a will, there's a way. Well, there's no will, so there's no way. <laughs> I love it. Um. All right, dude. So, should we do some sword tour stuff? Yeah, and actually, because I'm unemployed, I've actually been playing a little bit, <laughs> and I have not. So here we are. So, um, let's get to sword tour, dude. You want to fight? I'm ready. You do not have to stand against me. Instead, I will share all of this with you if you will only kneel. Top of the thing, uh, community shout outs. Um, the ongoing awesomeness that is Sotorista is still happening. Um, Dude, she's with, incredible. I know. With uh, the some of the artwork she's putting out um, and all the effort she's putting into the booth um, for Star Wars Celebration, uh, that's going to be amazing. Um, I keep forgetting to reach out and like be kind of a part of it, but maybe you can go and hang out with her and and say hi and um and that kind of thing. Well, so. it, it turns out I'm not going to be able to go up to Chicago. I mean, I mean, I could go to Chicago, but um, they they don't have any more volunteer spaces for the booth. I don't have yeah. any way of getting tickets. I don't have anywhere to sleep. So it's just, I mean, I, I'd go up there and then just be like walking. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's, so that's not. If you're at Star Wars Celebration, there's going to be a booth for uh, the Swotor community, basically, man. And it's Swotorista spearheading this, and it's it's phenomenal. Uh, 
Uh, so definitely follow her on social media in order to see if you can be a part of it and go hang out and, and see the booth. I I know um, Bioware is supporting it and there's a lot going on. Bioware is going to be there as well. So it's going to be freaking sweet. And I can't wait to live vicariously through everybody who is there because I will not be there All the, as much as I love Chicago. So, yeah, I'm, I'm hoping that the uh, the StarWars.com will be running their their uh, 24-hour video like they did last year. Yeah, that'd be sweet. Um, another community issue, obviously, is passionately casual. Um, I have a link in the show notes, of course, but I wanted to pick a quote out of this. Um, and obviously, uh, we celebrated Pucked 3 this last uh, San Diego Comic-Con. Um, part of our name, the P in our name, is passionately uh, casual. And it is uh, JT and Mox and Jesse and... Um, uh, dude from the Beacon. Uh, his name is right Sakari. here. What? No, Sakari. Sakari is part of it as well. But um, uh, there's a bunch of people associated with it. But uh, the big thing is, is Jesse posted a blog post uh talking about Sotor in general. Um, but uh, passionately casual podcast is not going to be continuing. And um, they've done. In, in the time, in a little less than the time that we've been a podcast, they have not only been better than us, but have interviewed people like <laughs> Darren DePaul, Mark Thompson. Um, they've been, uh, you know, affiliated with the 501st, Able Gamers, Extra Life. Like I said, I have a link in here for that. Um, but, you know, when Carillion Run stopped running, <laughs> see what I did there? Um, JT came over, Mox is there, Sakari is there, Larry Everett, of course, that's what I was thinking of, um, from Passionately Casual, not Passionately Casual, um, he did his RP section, and he writes for uh, Mass VOP, um, and a bunch of other people, um, they, although they're on a kind of a permanent hiatus of sorts, um, they're all still around, doing different things, so um, let's not forget how awesome they were when they were around, so. Yeah, well, they're just much better people than we are, but. Well, um, look, we're only two people. They're more know, than right? us and better than us. So here we are. Exactly. And <laughs> and and taller than some of us. Oh, look. I am not a tall man, and I'm okay with that. <laughs> All right? Um, but yeah, so it, it is a bummer. And But, you know, thinking about it, you know, Pucked is really interesting because it was basically named after four podcasts, and only one of them's active right now, and, and we're cutting back a little bit. Is it bit. just us? Yeah, well, It's a Trap hasn't released anything in a while either. Right. It's a Trap. Krillian Run Krillian's is done. gone. Passionately, passionately. Yeah. okay. The council's still running, um, right? I think the council. So. The council's still running, although they're not in the name. Um, it's Elise and Redna and those guys, and um, and so yeah. So you know, we're still going, but we're not going to stop doing Pucked. Um, and I might have some news on that uh, a little bit later. So, oh, um, really? Well, sort of. I mean, not kind of, but anyway, here we are. Uh, <laughs> speaking of, uh, guild stuff, we talked on the last episode, which obviously was a month ago, but the guild is also in a hiatus in a kind of holding pattern. Right. Um, but we are trying to put together one more, what's an ops group run. Um, I have dropped the ball in trying to organize that, but I will, um, pick that up and try to get that going. Hopefully I'd like to get it done this month, but it probably won't happen this month. I'm thinking the weekend after the Super Bowl, maybe. Um, just trying to get for that. trying to get everybody together, or the Saturday before the Super Bowl. It kind of depends on what people are doing. So, um, so, so you've dropped the ball. You're saying you've pretty much fallen asleep in an elevator. Well, it, it happens. You know, um, <laughs> it's better than lava baths, bro. Um, True. So, 
<laughs> anyway, so we we do we are going to do one more what's an ops group run. Um, we the last guild, well, not last guild run, but the last big uh, ops run that we did was the um, uh, all the podcasters got together recently. Uh, was about a month or two ago. Um, yes, for for the big uh, war, gods against the machine deal. So it was awesome. Um, and it was a lot of fun. And I tanked it to the last boss, and then I died. So here we are. <laughs> um, so keep, uh, you know, stay posted. We'll post stuff on, on social media and stuff for that. Uh, so that's a long way of getting to the point to where um, are we playing the game? What are we doing with the game? And what have you been doing, my friend? Um, well, like I said, I, I've had a little bit of free time. So I, I played ooh, about six hours the other day. Oh. And um, I ran through the OSIS dailies. I really like OSIS. I yeah. do. I like the... I like the framework of the world. I like the story. Um, I like Malgus coming back. I like the uh, um, uh, the Jedi uh, Holo Keeper. Um, I'm the, forgetting his the, name. Is that the new companion? No the uh, the guy who used to do the he was he's like major Jedi master. Okay. Um, Orson Din or oh no. that sounds right something like that. Yeah. Anyways, um, so I did that, and uh, so I, I I ran through the whole story on uh, joining the Empire side. I haven't done it, joined the Jedi side yet, and I've only done it with my uh, with my operative, uh, my sniper, so um, my agent. So that's all I've done. Um, but I ran through the dailies again, and I actually had enough cartel coins because they they marked down the hyper crates to uh, fifty four hundred cartel coins. So I bought a hypercrate and I got a whole bunch of cool stuff. I unlocked nice. a whole bunch of stuff for my collections, um, and then I got the Nathema Beast Companion. Good, dude. That's awesome. And that was really cool. So I was like, "Oh, I'll unlock that." And so I did, and I got him up to like you know uh, level thirty or something like that. But then I went on to the uh, the GTN to see like just how much I could have sold that that training certificate <laughs> for, and it's like eight to nine million credits. Oh, uh, well, I don't know. And eight I'm to like, nine. If it was like fifty or sixty, yeah, I could see it. But eight to nine, yeah, is not big, yeah, but. yeah. I'd rather have the the companion. So yeah, so for sure. Cool. Well, cool, dude. Um, I am very eager to finish um, Osis. I look Christmas. The, those two weeks I had off over Christmas were not for gaming. I spent five days, t- complete five days, completing a Christmas present for my wife, and that was painting. I started off two rooms inside the house. Uh, it was supposed to be two rooms. It was the two rooms of the bathroom, the hallway, the ceiling of the hallway, and the downstairs part of the hallway. And it was two coats of primer, two coats of paint, a paint color change partway through. And it was five days of grueling painting. Why did you change the, the paint color? I did not, sir. How dare you? <laughs> Um, but the point is, is I really wanted, she's been wanting that to happen for a while. It inspired us to throw some stuff out, reorganize the house and stuff and, and that kind of thing. But, um, it was a lot of work. And of course I work my other job and all that kind of stuff. Um, and I'll get later, I'll get into what else I was doing over those two weeks off, which was important, but, um, I haven't got to play finish OSIS, but I'm really eager to do so. I have picked a side. I've played it. I have started um, the main quest part, and I just haven't finished it yet. So I'm looking forward yeah, to it. I've unfortunately because of the internet and because of my our status in this community, uh, you know, 
<laughs> I know Malgus comes back and there's this whole thing and I can't wait because I love me some Malgus. Yeah, you do. Uh, the When he shows up is really cool. Um, I really enjoyed the story. Um, and it's cool. There's a whole new reputation uh, set. So that's what I'm working on right now. Nice. Um, <laughs> yeah, Skin. It was uh, it was a lot. It was a good gift. Um, but I was thinking, oh, it'll be two, maybe three day project. It turned into five. I started Wednesday moving and taping stuff. Move and by Sunday afternoon, I was done. <laughs> it took a while. Um, but overall thoughts. It sounds like you're digging it, and it's a good uh, a good deal. I haven't got to experiment with the guild stuff yet because. Um, the tune I was using, I switched over for that event I was talking about earlier and I'm not in the guild. <laughs> and so I haven't yeah, got actually, to see any of the guild stuff, but yeah, I haven't checked out any of the new guild stuff at all. Um, um, I did get my first, uh, weapon tuning though. Um, oh, so nice. I got to put that in. So that was cool. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm looking for that, but I did, uh, I actually, I really like the, the, the planet and the story so much that, uh, we, we will, I'll mention it uh, again in my top 10 later. Okay. Over budget is an understatement, sir, John. I went to the hardware store, two different hardware stores. No, excuse me. Three different hardware stores multiple times. I went back for paint three times. <laughs> anyway, it was it was a good project. Um, it looks great. Um, I'll probably post. Um, I guess I never posted my pictures, but my wife posts pictures all the time. But um, I'm, I'm excited about checking out the content. Um, and speaking of on the PTS, oh, look at that segue. Damn. I just pick Damn, up where good. I left off. I know, right? Um, now live on the public test server it, for all subscribers is 5.10.1. And um, whether you have a Mac character or not, they encourage you to check out the PTS and give feedback on the new layer boss. Um, uh, and it's called, um, which I love the name of it. It is called, where is it? I saw it earlier. It's something about the queen of something. Anyway, um, there's some perks you can get for participating in the PTS. You can follow the features. Um, right now it says mutated Geonosian queen can be found inside the, yeah, there it is. Hive of the mountain queen layer. And players seek to tackle this fearsome foe can do so in either groups of eight or sixteen, and it's a layer boss available in both story and uh, veteran modes. So um, yeah, it's cool that um, I'm excited about that. Yeah, it's it's cool that they they're able to work in species that we don't actually go to the planets like Geonosis, mm. um, but we do see the Geonosians on uh, on. Uh, Tatooine and uh, and now here again on Osis. So yeah, it, it's really kind of cool. Yeah, it's cool, man. Um, so I'm I'm stoked about that, and I I would actually like to. I'm not going to check out the PTS. I don't have time to even play the regular story, but um, I do like layer bosses, and I like I like that they're still adding stuff like that into the game. Um, so yeah, I'm stoked. Anything else on Swotor, dude? Anything else I might have missed from the community or anything? Um, no, I I'm just it's big that Malgus is back. I can't imagine any kind of future where I'm a hero. Well, you're not. In the future, none of you are. Heroes, your legends. So, should we get into our top ten, or you want to talk about what we've been watching? Let's just do a quick thing on what we've been watching. Um, All right. I know we we both went and saw uh, Aquaman and Mary Poppins. Yeah. Uh, Aquaman. Okay, let's talk about Mary Poppins first. You first. Um. 
Well, actually, I've, I've, yeah, I, I won't go in depth on either one of these because we will get to them again in the top ten. But um, I, I will just say I really enjoyed both of them. Okay. Um, they're both good times at the movies. Um, one thing about movies, I'm, I'm, I'm actually finally going to cut it and I'm going to get rid of my movie pass. Oh, you are. Okay. Um, it's I, I, I was holding on to it until I got into an urban area and it's still not. Uh, it's still not value. worth it. Okay. So what I think I'm going to do is actually I think I'm going to switch to the AMC Stubbs A list program, okay. which is a little bit more expensive, but you are uh, you get a lot more perks and um, it's a lot more stable program because it's a company that's been around a long time. Yeah, and you're allowed I think it's three movies a week. Okay. So that's not bad. Yeah, so I I, uh, I will definitely be able to go see a lot more films uh, nice. now that I'm in a uh, more urban area. Cool man. Um, so and, I, yeah, and I've also been I've been watching the Masked me. Singer as well. Go ahead and laugh. The Masked Singer. What the frack is that? It's a it's a new reality show competition nope. where you nope. you have nope. it you nah. have uh, it starts off with twelve different celebrities that are wearing masks and they come out and sing. Oh, I and heard about you don't that. know who they yeah. are. Their voices are are modulated except for when they sing. When they sing, it's them. But during all their interviews and stuff, you don't can't see anything who it is. And so, uh, the first week we uh, we lost uh, Antonio Brown, receiver for the uh, the Steelers, and Tommy what? Chong. Yeah. And this week we uh, lost Terry Bradshaw. So Terry um, Bradshaw was on the freaking singer show. Is it celebrities? Yeah, it's the, all celebrities. Oh, I didn't realize that. Okay, got it. Yeah, Terry it's Bradshaw all celebrities. Can't sing, by the way. Um, well, he's released a couple of albums. <laughs> it's Terry Bradshaw. Yeah. Back in the 70s, I think. Okay. Can, I, can we move on? Yeah, go ahead. So what have you been watching? <laughs> I've actually been watching quite a bit. Um, my A couple of these things actually made my top 10. Uh, this one did not. So I'll talk about this. Did you watch Bird Box yet? I have not. Uh, I it's want to, but shit, I just have dude. not watched it. Like, Sorry Is for it my good? language, but it's it's good, dude. Um, it, it was, it was really interesting. It was over the two weeks off. The wife and I popped on Netflix and she's like, well, this looks interesting. And we just started watching it. Normally, if she knew what was going to happen, she probably wouldn't have watched it, but we just started watching it. And then Josh texted me partway through and he's like, dude, we're watching this bird, bird box movie. Are you, have you seen it? <laughs> and I'm like, we're literally watching it right now. We ended up watching it on the same day. It was kind of funny. Um, it's funny. really freaking good. It's like. Um, if I knew what a quiet place was, because I haven't seen a quiet place, I know what it's about the premise, but it's kind yeah. of like a version of that. But, um, it's really good. Cause Sandra Bullock is amazing. Um, it's a really well done, uh, Netflix original movie. It's phenomenal. Yeah. I'll have to check it out. Um, and I, and I'll definitely be mentioning quiet place later on in my top 10. So good. And, um, uh, Dr. Who, uh, we, they did a new year special, which we watched. Um, and I'll be honest with you, man. It was Sadly, because Doctor Who did not make my top 10 list of the year, but I really did like the special, and I think that was one of the better episodes of the run. Well, it was also Doctor. based around New Year's and not around Christmas, right? Right, exactly. So it was really an interesting take on it, um, and it was it was, it was was really well done. I liked it a lot. So Cool. Um, and uh, I'm st- Yeah, I'm still way back in Ch- uh, Capaldi, so I'm, I'm oh, way behind. Lord. Oh, Lord. Um, and then the wife has been watching a show with me. Well, at least a few, the first three or four episodes. Um, and I've only up through about episode seven of, of Preacher. Um, but I'll mention that later as well. So 
Yeah, it's yeah. I watched the most of the first season, and I just mm-hmm. lost interest. No, I don't. Uh-huh. I'm not losing interest. Um, <laughs> and and uh, what else? There's something else I was watching recently that I wanted to mention, but I can't remember. But I, I should have wrote it down anyway. Um, all right, man. So let's just get into our top tens, dude. So yeah, let's, uh, let's do let's, top tens. Yeah, let's get let's do a. Um, so we we're not doing this in a ranked order, right? Um, I, well, I ranked mine, but wait, you you cut out. You did you rank yours? Yeah, like I did one rank ten? mine. Yeah. Oh, I thought we weren't doing that. Oh, well, we don't have to. I just mm. it's the way my mind works, yo. Yeah, I hear you. Um, the thing is, with some of my stuff in here, I can't rank some of this stuff. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, no, I I, I saw those things. Yeah, that's fine. Um, so no, we'll just do how we want to do. Well. Why don't you start with your 10 and I'll see if I can move these around. You want to do that? Um, yeah. Well, do we, do we want to do our honorable mentions first? Uh, definitely. Um, let me, yeah, you, you start with yours. Okay. I have two honorable mentions. Okay. And my first one is Mary Poppins returns. Um, I really enjoyed it. Um, I, I, I have a huge crush on Emily Blunt and a man crush on Lin-Manuel Miranda. Um, <laughs> ben, Ben Wishaw was, was great as Michael Banks. The boy, uh, the, the kids were fantastic. Right. Um, it was great to see uh, Meryl Streep pop up and, um, Angela Lansbury and even Dick Van Dyke made a cameo appearance. So, um, yeah, I that, really was, that enjoyed... was a solid appearance, honestly. Yeah, those were, were really good. Colin Firth was a really good character in it. Um, it was just like it was good comfort, good comfort watching. Um, it's very much how uh, Force Awakens kind of mirrored uh, A New Hope. Okay, it's very much mirrored uh, the original Mary Poppins. Um, but they they really did some things to make it their own too. So I I will just say I really did enjoy it, but it didn't quite crack my top ten. All right, sounds good. Um, and go ahead. Yeah, and the, my then my other honorable mention was Solo. I also had solo on my honorable mention list, um, and I, I it, it wasn't that. It's so bad. It's so interesting because last year I think um, my number one was the Star Wars movie, wasn't it? It was probably episode. Um, was that it episode, episode seven? Uh, no, last year, last year. So it would have been. Would it have been? Uh, okay, yeah. Anyway, um, I don't know. Solo was great. I had a great time with it, but at the same time. It didn't make it was it didn't outpace any of the stuff that I have up, up above it. I guess right. Yeah, I think the the just and we, we've we've hit this we've beaten this to death over the course of the years. I think the worst thing that that the uh, that solo did was that it came too soon after eight. They should have released it now in December. Yeah, like and do it every year because now we have we've it's been seven months in solo and we still have another uh, uh, eleven months until. Uh, episode nine. So they really should have just done every December. I gotcha. Um, w- anything else on your honorable mention list? Nope. Just the two. Cool. Uh, my other one, um, and I alluded to earlier was doctor who, uh, I, I'll, as much as I loved having the female doctor, um, one of the things I like about doctor who, and, um, it's campy. Sometimes it's a little, cheesy sometimes but for me like it's the writing it's the continuity it's the story that's underlying it and i feel like 
and I'm not the only one to say this, obviously, but I feel like the stories were more standalone and not a continuous deal. There were some underlying stories that kind of came through it, but it, it, it definitely, for me, was a little more anthology-like. You know what I mean? Like, well, you got to remember, we we also have a new showrunner, so it's right. it's not going to have that same overarching uh, uh, story that we had for the for the previous three doctors or four exactly. doctors that we had with uh, Roger Davies and Stephen Moffat. So, yeah. um, it's you know, it's, it's a new person coming in with a new take. Yeah, no, I I hear you, man. Um, and I think that's yeah, that makes sense. I'm with you. Uh, I am gonna. I'm almost there. I just rearranged all my my top ten. So let's start with number ten, dude. Number ten. Count, countdown has happened. Number ten. My number ten is the uh, my my favorite mobile game of the year, and it's Disney Heroes Battle Mode. Oh. Um, and um, it's really entertaining. It's basically the it it was kind of released on the heels of um, well, actually to to it was to release the soften the ground for. Wreck it, Ralph! Uh, Ralph breaks the internet. Yeah, and the whole premise is is it takes place kind of like in that world where um, Disney characters are being corrupted into bad, like they 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 like they've gotten uh, computer viruses, right? Oh, okay, and you have to like break the kill the virus or whatever. Exactly, and yeah. then release the characters and stuff like that. And so it's cool because you have a whole bunch of characters. You, you can fight. It's kind of like um, I never got into to Kingdom Hearts. But it's actually you have like Mickey as a fighting character, and you have Elsa, and you have Baymax, and and all of them fight together. And you know there That's are awesome. some characters that are tanks, and some are DPS, and some are, and so you've really got to like plan it out. And you are part of a guild, and you have all these different characters. They do events all the time. Um, it's really really fun. And uh, I, I unlocked Wait, what's Elsa, it called again? Disney Heroes Battle Mode. Okay. And I uh, just uh, unlocked Elsa. And uh, she was my final character that I hadn't unlocked yet. So, nice. um, so you got them all now? Yeah, they do release uh, about three or four new characters a month. So, you know, we're going to be getting a new set here pretty soon. Mm-hmm. Um, but, um, but yeah, so there's that. And my most powerful character is Jack-Jack. <laughs> ah, that's great, dude. I love it. Um, yeah, I, I didn't put any mobile games on my list. Um, in fact, there's really not any... Well, can I... At a last minute honorable mention, do what you want to do, yo. Um, my last minute honorable mention is, is Civ Six. Um, Ooh, I still have not played that. I love the Civilization series, and Civ Six is, I think, well, you know, obviously people say, oh, it's the best one in the series. It literally is. It it has it has a ton of different. Uh, Leaders, you can be the wonders, uh, and the system itself, the way it's set up, is is very, very, very well done. After playing most of the series, it's it's brilliant. It's really good. Um, it's a lot of fun. I've been pouring a lot of hours into that instead of Solitaire, honestly. So um, I'm gonna have to check that I out love, because it's I love it's Civ funny. Six. I, yeah, I've been playing uh, Civ Two on a uh, on an emulator. Yeah. Uh, just because that's the one I I grew. I mean, I my brother got me into that one like right. twenty some years ago, and uh, and I still play it. Yeah. And I I never got much into three or four, just because they were much more battle based and less turn based. Yeah. I liked. And, I played a lot of four, a lot of five. 
both of those. But um, I really like six a lot. It's really good. Cool. Yeah, um, I definitely want to. I definitely want to try six. Okay, so my number ten is a podcast, um, and it's the Ralph Report. Uh, Ralph Report's great. The Ralph Report came out in um, actually January of last year. I wasn't an early adopter, but I think I joined up in, I'm going to say March, February or March, soon after it got started. Um, and I recently upgraded to a four-star general. Um, and wow. I, I love what he does every day. It's like, it's like a radio, it's like a radio show, um, daily newscast. It's like everything that I want with two personalities i love uh he brought on um uh this guy eddie who's amazing he's a comedian um and uh eddie pence he's the first uh he's called his vice host because he has the last name pence Um, that's funny and it's 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 really amazing and every single day for the most part obviously with some vacations in there i know that i'm gonna get um some geek news some movie news some birthdays, some holidays, some fun stuff from the community. It's like, it's like Hollywood Babylon uh, interaction with the community, but with a nice twist to it. And I and I really enjoy what he's doing. It's more definitely Ralph, um, and I'm I'm really happy with uh, with that. And I and I want to support him as much as possible. It's one thing yeah, to lose well, your job, but it's another thing to be able to put something out. And he's consistently doing something every day. Um, and reaching out to fans and, and he did a meetup in Comic-Con last year that I, I, I unfortunately had to miss, but, um, it's, it's pretty amazing. Uh, it's a great thing to be a part of. So, yeah, well, uh, considering his story and my story are kind of mirroring each other this year is, uh, it would be nice if I could start doing my content and, um, mm-hmm. have it be as success- successful as Garmy. Yeah. I mean, he, he, I mean, riding on the coattails of that, I mean, I couldn't imagine how many emails and um and phone messages he gets every single day. And he plays oh, phone messages a, and it's it's insane. It's a lot. So Yeah, it's it's a lot of work. And yeah. uh but he, he pulls in at least I'd say fifty grand a month doing that. Oh yeah. I mean it's a full time job, which I mean, if I could do a full time job just every day getting behind the mic and saying things that's what i would do so exactly um so hats off to ralph um he does a lot of other stuff obviously but i i i just i'm appreciative that i can support a content creator like that and he's really doing something that i'm it, it really gets me out of bed some mornings to be honest with you so that's awesome that's good it's good that you found that yeah all right man number nine my number nine is a trailer and we watched it during trailer time today so if you haven't uh seen it yet go and check that out uh it's the trailer for the new jordan peele movie us oh it is brilliantly brilliantly done um granted peele probably didn't direct the trailer himself it's done by a a a a trailer director but i'm an editor but man the use of the the song by loonies i got Mm -hmm. five on it the symbolism in the trailer I cannot wait for the movie, um, and it just it gave me chills. Yeah, it's a brilliant trailer, and I hated everything about it, but it was brilliantly done. The Looney's thing um, yeah. was a lot, dude. It was a just lot. especially the whole Looney's thing, where you know, because I I remember that song was big when we, you and I met, and oh, yeah. uh, 
we always played it at, our, at the fraternity parties and uh you know it was just a, a good d- a dance vibe to go with but now the way that he just redid it it really sounds like a heartbeat and it's like it's bad dude i hate it it's awesome <laughs> and love it at the same time obviously exactly so yeah so that's my that was my number nine nice um speaking of uh, i mean is for my number nine is it has a weird vibe to it is preacher i'm gonna put preacher at number nine and i really? know i know that it's not exclusively 2018 per se hey, th- that's a, that's a great thing about pop culture is if i mean even if you had never seen say the godfather and you watched it this year it's your one of your top 10 things of the year exactly i it was one of those things where i had already watched the first couple episodes and I was watching something else and I was like, oh, uh, you know, and I didn't really appreciate it. And then I got to talking about it um, uh, uh, a couple of months back and I was just like, I'm going to give it another shot. I really want to watch it. And then I realized the brilliance in that show. It is. It's brilliant. It's gory. The writing is on point. The The actors they chose are amazing. The shit is actually just off the hook. It reminds me of, um, I think, last year. Um, Dirk gently made my list. It, it, okay, it, yeah. For me, it has a Dirk, a very, very dark version of Dirk gently, uh, because it's like, all right, all this crazy stuff is happening, and I know there's this underlying story, but who are these weird ass people running around doing weird things? And I love that show. I love it so much. And I and I haven't even gotten to season two yet. And so, and uh, from what isn't it uh, produced by Seth Rogen? Yes, it is. Um, it's brilliant absolutely brilliant um writing um execution um like i said i think i'm almost done with season one but it's it's legit and it's one of those things like i was so happy i stumbled upon it um when i did um it was something i needed so absolutely makes my top 10 so again and you know this is just me being you know sappy but that's the great thing about pop cultures you're there's always something of some kind for somebody at any given time in their life exactly it came at the right time. All right. Number eight. Number eight is my, f- I have two podcasts on my top 10 and this one is the first one. Oh my one. God. So do I. <laughs> so good. So good. Um, and this is the, going to be the one political thing I talk about. Well, it's a, poli- it's a historical podcast, but it's done by a political person. Mm. So it, it just shows my stripes is a, it's a Rachel Maddow podcast, but it's her getting together with um, historians and they talk about the uh, department of justice investigation into Richard Nixon's vice president, Spiro Agnew. Oh, Jesus. And it is wonderful. It is seven episodes. It is crisp. It is clean. It is uh, really, really well done. It talks about how um, it. Okay. What's it called again? Bagman. Okay. Got it. Um, Whereas, whereas, you know, in in a criminal empire, Bagman is the person who delivers and picks up the money. Right. And basically what happens is, is if you, most people, I mean, even me as a historian, I mean, I'm, a, I'm, I actually have a degree in history and I didn't know all the stuff about Spiro Agnew is all I knew is that he resigned in disgrace before Nixon resigned mm-hmm. and that his, that he was charged with tax evasion. That's all he I was, knew. He was his running mate, right? Yeah. He, he ran and they won together in, in 68 mm. and then they ran again and won together in 72. And he had been the mayor or the governor of Maryland, and before that he was uh, what's called the Baltimore County Executive. 
Okay. But um, so even as a historian, all I knew was that this guy had been found guilty of tax evasion. Well, it turns out that's what they got him to plea to. But the uh. Department of Justice had him cold on 40 counts of corruption. And it turns out that he was 40? accepting br- 40. Jesus. And it turns out going all the way back to his Baltimore examiner days or executive days, he was uh, accepting bribe money for government contracts. And he had done it all the way up into the White House. As vice president, he was accepting money for, for government contracts. Um, but it talks about how they needed to plea a certain way, the politics within the Department of Justice having to deal with uh, what was going on with Nixon and why they needed Agnew out of office first. And Jesus. Really, really brilliantly well done about a story that just totally got lost to history. And it's just it's really well done. Oh, cool. Awesome, dude. Um, and seriously, it's, it's seven episodes. They're all about 40 minutes long. So I was able to, I, I would listen to it while I was driving across country. Yeah. And I got, I, I listened to the entire show in a day, or the entire series in a day. Nice. Um, I, <laughs> my number eight is the stark opposite of what you just said. Uh, it is not educational. It is, <laughs> it, there's no history involved. In fact, let me most guess, of, is it, is it is it Sans fans? <laughs> Most of the facts are wildly inaccurate. Um, and this is another Patreon thing that I'm a part of. But um, with a big, giant addition to it. So it, it is Sans Pants Radio, yes. They've expanded more. Um, they, they're doing more stuff. And I'm still in the same tier, the top tier that I have been a Patreon for a while. Um, they have more D&D stuff. They're doing Twitch streaming now. Um, they're, uh, a lot of the uh, Nintendo Switch games I'm playing right now are because of what they're playing on their streams. Um, oh, cool. There's a lot of really cool stuff that they're doing. Um, and I just love those guys. That said, they've uh, <laughs> added another podcast to their network and the the name of it sadly is not really that appropriate but it's called big soft titty dot png <laughs> okay big soft titty dot png okay it is two comedians um they're a couple demi laudner and tom walker okay, okay. i love them so much it's not even funny I would put them higher on my list if there weren't other things on my list. I actually, whenever I just need to listen to something, I need to laugh. Those are the two. That's the podcast I put on now. Go to. It used to be like Tom Steve Dave or something like that. And I love Tom Steve Dave. Honorable mention Tom Steve Dave. Because they, I'm a patron of them as well. But Big Soft Titty is phenomenal. Like Demi Laudner's like this little tiny Australian chick. Shitty childhood. And she just turns it all and just she's so quick. And the two of them together are just absolutely brilliant. Um, and it just makes me freaking laugh, dude. It's it's exactly the type of humor that I want um, almost any time. And that's they, awesome. They have no premise to their show. None of it makes any sense. A lot of times it's just sounds they're making or like Tom will go on and like find some weird forum that they're talking about. It's 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 a trip. But I love it. I love everything about it. So that's my. That's really cool. That's my number eight. So awesome. Uh, number seven. Uh, I have uh, Comic Con and Puck Three. Um, normally this would be higher in my top ten, but it was a it was just a weird Comic Con for me this year. I mean, it was fantastic that my brother and my my nephew got to join. Um, 
Yeah. Um, that was very, very cool. I think my nephew was a little overwhelmed by the experience. Uh, so that made it a little bit difficult. I really enjoyed the, uh, the out of convention stuff much more than normal. I liked uh, going to play D and D at the Airbnb. Yeah, that was fun. <laughs> Excuse me. I loved getting together with everybody at the, uh, the taco play or at the, um, Oh, the, uh, Marriott, uh, Marquis. Yeah. Thank you. The Marriott Marquis, uh, outdoor bar. Um, that was just so much fun. Um, yeah, it was just it was a stressful one for me this year just because of finances and stuff. So I, I I'm really looking forward to next year. Um, hopefully, I can afford to go next year. Um, we still haven't heard back on press passes yet. Um, uh, app's but in. yeah, the application's in. We're just waiting to hear back. So cool. Um, well, it's it's definitely still my top ten, but uh, it's down to number seven this year. And um, on that note, my number seven is Extra Life 2018 and the last moments with our guilties. Uh, and the Sword Tour community as a whole. Um, that event was amazing, as always. Um, I did my 12-hour stream. Um, we did the games. We did everything that we normally do. But, um, but yeah, man, it, it was kind of knowing that that was probably my last Extra Life stream with the guild. Um, right. Uh, ahead of time. Made it meaningful and made it... Got to my top got top 10 for sure so um yeah it, it's important. this year's extra life was weird for me because you know the, the because of knowing i was losing my job and all that stuff mm. it, it was a much more stressful year for me and uh and so my sleeping patterns have been off for you know decades but really bad this year and i literally slept through all of extra life yeah well i mean and it was a great event um we raised money i met my goals uh it was it was phenomenal and awesome and it was just so much fun to do the uh do the match game thing we did and stuff like that it was just it was just fun um so let's go to number six dude number six uh number six i have aquaman um i really liked aquaman it was a lot of fun um i thought jason momo was hilarious um i thought uh, uh daniel defoe was great um I thought the I thought they could have picked a better actor to play the villain, but I thought the guy who played Black Mantis was phenomenal. Yeah, and I can't wait to see what he does in the next one. Um, the, the, <laughs> I I was channeling my inner uh, uh, Doctor Evil when I saw the sharks with freaking laser beams stuck to their heads. <laughs> um, it was just beautifully shot, and the it was fun, and um, I it's whenever whenever um. DC like can stay dark, but wants to do wants to have a little bit more fun, like they do with Wonder Woman and and uh, uh, Suicide Squad and yeah. Aquaman. They do it much better, and so I'm actually very excited more for the DC universe coming up, especially with James Gunn doing Suicide Squad too. Well, and while we were talking about it, that made my number five. It's only one off, so I figured I might as well continue talking about it. Maybe since okay. it's the same. Um, I had a I had a blast with Aquaman, and I think, um, it was the first movie that I took my kids to without screening ahead of time. Um, oh, really? And uh, the we the four of us went, and we went with um some friends. Um, and it was it was really, really cool to be able to take them to a um. Uh, you know, a DC or Marvel movie that was, you know, what, PG-13. Um, and knowing, because we watched all the Marvel movies, we watched all the Star Wars movies, I knew they could handle it. I knew right. it was a little lighter. 
you know, and it wouldn't be as quote unquote scary for them. Um, right. And, and they had a blast. They loved it. And um, I think the comedic notes were great. Uh, the underwater effects were phenomenal. Um, they just, uh, William Defoe was great. I love him. Um, it's a Daniel Defoe. I'm a William Defoe. Yeah. Oh yeah. I, I, I miss what you said, but, um, William Defoe was great. Um, and just some of the scenes, like, uh, there was a couple scenes that stood out to me, but anyway, it, and honestly, it was just, it was just a really well done DC flick. And, and I think okay, they uh, did it. I think they did it really well. Okay, a little side note. Please tell me you went to go see Aquaman with the Fishmans. No, who did we go? I can't remember who we went with. We actually originally were, were supposed to go with Packy and Bianca, and then we had, were watching McKenzie that day, and that was why we went and saw uh, Mary Poppins. And so, I gotcha. So we ended up going, who did we see Aquaman with? Maybe it was just the four of us. I swear we went with somebody. I'd have to ask the wife. But anyway, it was a lot of fun. It was it was really 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 super cool, um. So that was my sorry my number five. So all right, um, well, my number f- my number five, and then we'll come back to your number six. Yeah, go for it. Uh, my number five is my other podcast. Okay, and this one's really funny because it was actually recommended by you, but the Ooh. reason why I but it's by a person that I've been following longer than you. <laughs> um, it's unobscured by Aaron Mankey. And Cabinet of Curiosities or Unobscured? Unobscured. Oh, yeah. Okay. You said it already. Sorry. Yeah. So um, I've been following Aaron Mankey. He's actually, I think, on my top 10 the last two years because mm-hmm. uh, I think the Lore TV show was on it last year and the Lore podcast was the year before that. Right. Um, but this one, I had fallen behind on Lore. And so I hadn't heard the ads for Unobscured yet. And then you told me about it, and the fact that it was all about the Salem witch trials, and the fact that my family actually has a connection to Salem witch trials. Yeah, your name and that you awkwardly walks uh, pops up a lot. It's weird. Yeah, you, you, my name pops up a lot in the first episode, um, which is really interesting. Um, but really well done. Again, fascinating. Aaron Mankey is great. He's a great writer. Um, I love the 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 weird takes he does on history. Mm-hmm. Um, right now, the the series is uh, the season's over. But he's releasing episodes of his interviews with the historians. Yeah, the interviews. Cool. Um, a, and, a nice uh, honorable mention, Aaron Mankey wise, podcast wise, would be um, Cabinet of Curiosities. I've really liked that a lot. Have you listened to that? I I, I have. Um, nice little short little stories. They're which super is great. short though. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean anything by Aaron Mankey is is phenomenal. Yeah. Um, and I'll, I'll do a little, a quick little uh, honorable mention here to the Parcast Network, which is another podcast network mm-hmm. I love. Um, they do all the true crime stuff. I, I follow like cults and serial killers and stuff like that. Highly recommend anything by them. Nice. Um, I should have mentioned this earlier because my number six is actually Comic-Con and Puck 3. Um, I had some amazing moments last at, at last year's Comic-Con. Um, one was being in the room when um, for the 13th Doctor when she came out. Oh, that would have he- been cool, yeah. And on the heels of the year before that, being in the room when they said goodbye to Peter Capaldi um, and being in Hall H both times, that was kind of a big deal. Um, it was one of those moments where, you know, it brings tears to your eyes. Um, but I'm going to bring up Puck 3 and that um, being able to secure and stealthily bring in Eric Musco to our 
Um, that was awesome. To our to our meetup was kind of phenomenal. Um, and that was kind of my crowning achievement, I think, uh, as the organizer of the pucked stuff. Um, yeah, and that I was, was that was phenomenal. And I, I, I really think Musco had a really good time. Um, yeah. I mean, because actually he chose to hang out with us. We, and we all went out to, to for drinks and dinner afterwards. So. Yeah, I mean, he hung out for a while. We we ran into him a few times on the floor. I actually mentioned to the students when I, I showed him the trailer for Anthem uh, today, and I was talking about that and you know him being on the floor and representing Bioware in that way too. But um, right. I I really um, it was it was a really good convention. It was meeting Swotorista for the first time. It was um, uh, we met Will for the first time, right? Yeah. Um, uh, we call him Other Will, and then. Um, <laughs> You know, just some of the things that we were able to do, but we did a lot of offsite stuff and we just, we just had a lot of fun. We had the, we had the, um, Airbnb where we played D and D and, and all that. And it was, it was a really, um, it was like my seventh San Diego Comic Con. I met, um, uh, uh, R.A. Salvatore, uh, for the, um, you know, in person and got to talk to him and, um, some of the offsite stuff we did was just was just amazing, dude. Well, Babylon was was wonderful again, of course. Babylon was great. I saw, um, I got to meet Ming Chen and Brian Johnson in real life, and then go and see their show um, on that Thursday night, um, and just stuff that you know you never think you're gonna get to do. Um, I feel like I got to do um, at that last Comic Con, and um, I'm really looking forward to this year as well. We got to figure out where we're staying, what we're doing, but outside of that. Um, it was it was definitely it should have been high on the list, but um, once you hear the other stuff, it'll make more sense. So, yeah. Um, th- did you say you had something uh, that you want to talk to about Pucked? Uh oh. Um, just as far as oh, well, you mean like where we're staying or what we're doing or what? Um, well, yeah. Well, you mentioned something when we were when we were talking about it earlier in the show. You were uh, said that you were going to talk about something later. Oh, I was just I w- I think my biggest thing um, that I'm. I want to get more people down there. Um, one of them obviously is skiing and some other folks that are coming down there. Um, I don't know if there was anything else specific I want to talk about. I think it just, I just knew that I was going to talk about it on my list. So yeah, let's just, uh, yeah, let's work harder on getting puck to be bigger. Yeah, exactly. Um, all right, man, the success of pucked, I think is, is the other thing that I was really happy with too. We live streamed it. We had, uh, audience questions, we had um, we had a nice, more secluded spot. We had a lot of people show up. We had Musco. Yeah, I, I liked really the cool. location better this year. Yeah, I mean, it was in the same building, but I liked being in the back room. Yeah, I'll probably actually ask her if we can just be in the back room again this year. Um, <laughs> all right, dude. So five, number five, is that where we're at? No, my number four. Four, yeah. Um, and my number four is the SWOTOR uh, release of Jedi Under Siege with uh, Osis and Malchus. Nice. nice. Um, it's just, it's, you know, I really enjoyed the, uh, I, I'm drawing a blank on the name of it, but the one with the train. But it just seemed way too contained. And I really need to go back and play more of that that content again. But it's a flashpoint where I, I really enjoy the daily stuff um, where I don't have to play it daily. But it's, you know, when you go when you want to just go in and play for a few hours, yeah. you can pick a planet and do their dailies and, uh, and you just know it's going to be a fun few hours. And yeah. I really enjoy that. And it's not, and it's not dependent on, uh, group content, like, like, uh, flashpoints and opera operations. For sure. Dude. Um, and that, that would make my honorable mention had I fi- finished it probably, <laughs> or been higher on my <laughs> list. Who knows? 
Um, and I'm glad that worked out. And the community as a whole seems to be pretty stoked about it, honestly. Um, yeah, it's it's been a successful DLC. Yeah. My number four um, is just, honestly, the support of my family and friends with uh, a family thing that I had um, mm-hmm. that came up in the last year was a really big thing with... Um, within my within my family that came up and um which is phenomenally great which is amazing and has been getting better every single day um and just knowing that my friends and family are there for my family when something goes away that people don't think um i think Mm -hmm. is um it's it's really been it's it's as being a father and knowing if something happens with something is going on with one of my children, then knowing that my family as a whole with only, you know, very minor exceptions, um, is, is going to be there for us is, is important. And, you know, you've been amazing. My colleagues have been amazing. My family's been amazing. It's been awesome. So, um, and, and it's not one of those things I'm going to give any more specifics on, but um, it's important that I acknowledge the fact that uh, that I have I've surrounded myself at almost age forty. I'm, I've got three more months uh, in the thirties. Um, at almost age forty, that um, my family and friends are there, and I've surrounded myself with the right people. So that's yeah, that's you know, my number. I'm, four. Honestly, I'm going to throw a little honorable mention here too about uh, my move. is has been very stressful, but I, I can honestly tell you that not a day goes by where I don't hear from somebody from the community, whether it be you know, Jess or Eddie yeah. or, or Skeen or somebody just saying, how's it going? You know, do you need anything? Do you, uh, you know, they just, it's, it's wonderful. The, the support that we get from everybody around us. It makes all the difference, man. It really does. Um, so, um, big shout out to, to the people that we've surrounded ourselves with. We've made the right choices, <laughs> you know? Yeah. I and guess, yeah, I guess, uh, us hanging out for beers and going to a concert 20 years ago has helped out. I think that's important. <laughs> Yep. Some random concert with a teacher of ours playing the what trumpet? Something crazy. I know, right? It trombone, was the, uh, trombone. The was uh, it? the swing. The swing it was a kings? it was a swing band, or wasn't it? Yeah, the swing daddy kings or something. Sw- I don't yeah, know. swing daddies. I don't know. Who knows? All right, man. All so right. What are we? Number three. My number three is Avengers: Infinity War. Me too. <laughs> uh, I really, really enjoyed it. I think the um, the Russo brothers just nailed it out of the park by being able to con- not only include so many um, characters and written uh, different written scenes, but the just execution was phenomenal. And just the, the amount, I mean, it's now, you know, like seven months later and we're still talking about what it could all mean. Right. And it's it, that just shows the 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 good a good storytelling is that um, when people are still trying to analyze it, you know, months and years later. And they really did it right, honestly. Um, it is literally my number three. Uh, I they did it right as far as the lead up, the execution, and then you know, like I said, it's not it's not like Snoke speculation. You know what I mean? It's like okay, right? We there's actual references that people can go to for what the infinity war was but what they're doing right now is what are they going to do in the mcu you know like that's that's right now what we're trying to deal with and i think that's okay actually touching on this is actually i heard a new theory that came out um 
just in the last couple of days since this, the Far From Home trailer dropped. Yeah. Um, and it's the fact that Far From Home could be both a sequel and a prequel. Oh, I love it. I love it. And how it all kind of ties into, um, you know, little hints that have dropped, like in the the uh, the set photos that we've seen for Endgame that you see uh, Scott Lang, Ant Man being part of the uh, the 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 first battle of New York mm-hmm. and stuff like that. That, um, and then when he shows up in the Endgame trailer on the video footage. But it looks like archival footage, even though it's they say, well, he's at the front gate. Right. Looks it, like a security cam, right? Right. But it also looks like it's old footage. It's not looking like it's current footage. And oh, so the theory hypothesizes. Yeah. Well, it, it hypothesizes that he got out of the quantum realm and he ended up back in time because he went through a vortices or a, oh, a vortex. Oh, interesting. And that he ended up being able to fight with the Avengers at New York. Because they knew about him, he knew he was. Uh, because he had all that stuff sooner, you know what Interesting. I mean. Interesting. Okay. And then he is actually side by side with the Avengers the entire time following that, um, because he showed up at the Avengers compound, the what ten years earlier, or something right. like that. Right. Um. Let's not forget. Um. We did have a response for from the community. Uh. Should we do that as an honorable mention, real quick, before we get to the top two? Uh, um, yeah, from, actually, I didn't from, see that. From John mentioned, uh, John Skeen uh, texted us and he mentioned um, the passing of. Uh, oh, right, right, right. Uh, of um, Stanley. And uh, I, it's, it's interesting uh, to say the death of somebody is like the top thing that happened that year, but honestly it's a big deal. It's, it, it's the fact it's the culmination of all of the things we've been talking about. Right. Um, exactly. And, and, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's a huge thing and it's an honorable mention in that it's not like, Oh my God, I'm so we're, nobody's glad he passed, but we're glad he existed. And we're glad that we are able to do what we are doing right now, literally almost because of him. So exactly. Yeah. I mean, um, it's, it's just amazing that, you know, he, he started working on this stuff back in the fifties Yeah, and characters that he created, I mean, he created the fantastic four in what, 1961. Mm-hmm. Something like that. Um, Spider-Man was 64. The Avengers was at 65. Uh, it's just amazing that all these characters that he, that he and, and, um, and Jack Kirby and, um, uh, drawing a blank on the, the other guy, um, Anyways, that they all worked on together, right? Uh, has now just totally filled an entire universe. Yeah, it's amazing. Um, okay, so did I talk about my number? We talked about our number threes and your number two. Right. My number two is a quiet place. Um, <laughs> I'm actually not a huge fan of horror movies, and this isn't your basic your basic horror movie. It's a it's a thriller, really. But it's John Krasinski and Emily Blunt. Are, are phenomenal separate. Um, I, I love them both. Amazing. Uh, it, it's just amazing. But as a, as a married couple and as a, as a, a couple that works together, they are a force to be reckoned with. And they are both great in this movie. Uh, Krasinski wrote and directed it. Emily Blunt's fantastic in it as is Krasinski, but yeah, you have to watch it because it is brilliant and it is amazingly well done. Absolutely. Well, um, 
Okay, so I know one of my top two is going to be your top, your one. Um, right. So I'm trying to figure out. I've been I've literally relabeled my one and two like four times in the last twenty minutes because I can't <laughs> I can't figure out what I want to do with it. So I think what I'm going to do is just go ahead and say that number two for me is Black Panther. Okay. And and I, that's I, my number one. That's your number one. I know. And I'm going to say that's my number two because the personal stuff in my life trumps a movie. Oh, and, absolutely. And so. Number two for me and number one, obviously, for you is Black Panther. Black Panther, um, I don't even know what episode it was that we talked about it. We did the reaction show or whatever. By far, my favorite movie of 2018. It was... Yeah, it was so in-depth, so deep. Uh, Michael B. Jordan as Killmonger was a revelation as a a villain, as a sympathetic villain. Yeah. Yeah. and for me, uh, and just, like, and you can hear, um, and I, you know, I get to the joy of listening back to everything that we say to each other. Um, I can hear when I crack a couple of times um, talking about certain moments in Black Panther and what it means to me that that movie even exists. You know what I mean? Oh, exactly. <clears throat> so for me, I mean, it's 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 easily a number one for me, but right. Um, it's not my number one after you hear my number one, but num- yeah, it's, it's, your, it's your number one pop culture thing. It's definitely my favorite pop culture thing that happened um, in 2018. I love Black well, Panther. I mean, it's, I mean, the, okay, I'm, I'm going to tell you something that I, I saw a meme the other day. Well, not a meme, but it was a picture that somebody took in a classroom. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and it totally typifies what, white privilege is right yeah and it says a white privilege is it was a it was an african-american teacher and he was obviously teaching an african-american studies class yeah and he said white privilege is your history being taught as a requirement and my my history being taught as an elective yeah it's amazing okay and that just totally is what i what i get from like black panther and i also got the same sort of feeling at the golden globes this year with the the whole um, rise of uh, much more um, representation in the Asian community, yes, absolutely. Um, I can I can in no way understand how you felt watching Black Panther or how um, you know any of our Asian followers felt watching Crazy Rich Asians or anything right. like that, because I've always been able to see my, myself represented up on stage, up on yeah. screen, right? Whereas you guys haven't been able to see not only a hero but a villain, yeah. A sympathetic villain at that, it, it it's just it's amazing, and I I'm glad that you guys can experience that. Yeah, that that unfortunately that we've been able to experience for decades. Well, and 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 I think that for me one of the more powerful moments um, in Black Panther, and I said this in our reaction show was was at the end when they are back in Oakland. You know, it's perfectly bookended. You know, you start in Oakland, you know, in the ghetto of Oakland where my dad grew up literally where my dad grew up and you go and you you know you 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 end the film where a you know obviously a very privileged uh 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 you know uh a very privileged black entity shows up in the ghetto of oakland saying we're gonna bring this up we're going to we're gonna take what we have and we're gonna bring this this area up this is what we're tasking ourselves with right now 
Um, yeah, well, it, in well, light of a, all of the other stuff going on in the world, he says, "You know what? This is where we're going to we're going to take root, and this is where we're going to bring this neighborhood up." And I think that's yeah, huge. And you know, it's it's important to to look at that that way. Is that what one of the things that that um, uh, T'Challa does is that he buys that block? Yes, right, and that is in its simplest terms is if you want to raise your, if you want to raise your, uh, um, your, I don't want to, it's not society neighborhood. It's, uh, your community. Mm -hmm. If you want to raise up your community, invest in it. Yes. Invest time, invest money, invest, you know, sweat, everything. And that's what he does. It's like, he doesn't just go in and, and like build a, I mean, he's going to build a new building obviously, but, it's not like Stark building a, a new tower, right? right? It's him going and investing the time and money in the community itself. But I think it's important about that scene is uh, the focus on the kids. The kids are the ones that yes. hopefully are going to benefit from that. And it, and it speaks volumes. You know, he's standing there and he's saying, you know, we're going to, this is where we're going to do it. And the kid's like, whoa, that is so cool. And it's cool because they can see a way. They can see a way that they... Um, a way to bring themselves out of where they are, you know what I mean? And I think exactly. that's that's the inherent issue with all our socioeconomic issues as a whole, you know what I mean? Like, you know, we 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 can't just say, "Oh, we'll just, you know, sprinkle money here and there." It's like, no, you get in the neighborhood and you you change it, you make it better. Um exactly. and, and and you and you get the people who are there to invest in, not just be like, "We're changing where you are." It's like help us change where you are. And I think that 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 last scene um has stuck with me since i mean i mean and and skin said it too he said that was this year yeah it it was crazy because it was in february it was the very beginning of last year you exactly. know exactly um I mean, and it still like stuck the, with me so yeah the whole concept of of that investing not only your money but your time and everything in in your community is like the idea of projects right yeah projects were a great thing when they first started because it was government housing for low income people but what happened was the government pulled out all the funding and so maintenance went to crap and right. and there was no security and, and so therefore it became the ghettos and it's just that's why you projects have to not became only, a term of not bringing people up but and not yeah, for exactly yeah exactly and so it's a great it's a it's a great example of how don't just put money you have to put the time in as well yeah you got to stay there and that's it you know you don't yep. you can't just throw the money at it you know um exactly so tell us your number one my friend because well, i'm I, i'm just excited as this for you as, I, it, as you are it, it, anybody who's been listening to the show know what my number one is my number one is um hopefully what um and i have a follow-up to what i'm gonna say but it was it was the cruise that my wife wife bought me um last december uh, my number one is that writing excuses cruise that i went on in september um it when i got back from that and you can go back to other episodes obviously and listen to you know what i got out of it but it was more it was a networking thing it was a confidence thing it was a if i want to do if i want to keep at this the way i want to keep at it i need to keep investing you know in it and i'm going to go again in 2019 i've already secured my place but at the same time um the big thing uh that that did when I got back was I started a new project and I started a new project in November. Um, I'm super stoked with it. And I, I am more excited about this project than I've been about in my, my long running project 
my writing project is is always going to be there and I will keep that going. But this one, it's inspired me to really produce and I've been producing like crazy lately. I am 30% um, done with the project I'm doing. I've launched my, uh, I haven't launched it yet, but um, I started my writing website. I took all these classes. Like it's, it's really just inspired me just to keep going with what I've always wanted to do that I've put on the back burner, honestly, since I've, you know, met my wife and had kids, <laughs> you know what I mean? Exactly. And I want to, I want to make it part of my everyday and I've been writing every day and I've been keeping my schedule and I've been loving what I'm doing. So the writing excuses, um, retreat is my number one from last year, just because it's something I've never done. And it's something that was probably the coolest thing I've ever done. Um, and it's inspired me to just keep, going you know and keep producing like i love podcasting i love teaching i love coaching i love golfing i love all these things i do but writing is something that i wish i could do 100 percent full-time you know and, exactly and um, I'm, I'm proud of you and so that's where i'm at that's where i'm at right now and i'm super stoked about it um the scenes i've been writing the last couple of days have been just a, a blast and um i've met some people um on that on that cruise that I'm still connected with and I'm still talking to and some amazing writers and um, it's been great. It's been really, really cool. So I, I, I would love to have put black Panther in front of it because it seems kind of weird to be like, I did this cool thing and that's my number one. But my number one thing was a cool thing I did, you know what I mean? And exactly. I, and, and I love movies, but um, black Panther is a great movie, but um, what I got out of that experience and what I'm doing now trumps that for sure so uh terrible term i hate that term now um anyway (laughs) uh that's a good way to end it right (laughs) um but anyway um i will have more the next time i record i will have more details i do have a website that i am um, just about ready to put out there and launch um that is just writing um and that's where i'm going so i'm stoked well it's exciting i can't wait to see it my friend yeah thanks buddy you're, you're, you're all right. You know that? <laughs> <laughs> all right, man. So uh, what a good top 10, right? Great top 10. It was been, uh, For a crappy year, it was a great year for pop culture. Yeah, it was a really weird year, but a um, good year for pop culture. Um, and I like that regardless of um, how we think about a year that has passed, it's, you know, what, middle of January. We're literally, when this, lo- when this uh, posts, it'll be... Ex- almost probably exactly four years from our first episode posting. Um, so I think uh, what we're doing is important and I love what we do and I don't care if three people listen to us or, you know, however many there are. Um, I, you know, I miss you being here and next to me, but at the same time, um, I'm glad we're still doing it and we may not um, come at you every week, but uh, we're going to, we're going to keep doing it. And uh, yeah, we are. We're gonna, and, yeah, and we're gonna build an awesome 2019, right, my friend? Of course, 2019 is gonna be the shit. <laughs> All right, man. So, I'm gonna close it out. Yeah, absolutely. Go ahead. All right, so thanks for tuning in to the usual podcast. If you have comments or questions, you can find us at theusualpodcast.com, email us at theusualpodcast at gmail.com, and run Facebook, Google, Pinterest, Instagram, Twitch and youtube i am at darth pops on twitter and will is at i'm will griggs we're in itunes stitch radio google play plex and all the places give us positive ratings like us share us tell your friends um and support the show 
uh, teespring.com slash store slash usual podcast. If you want to buy some stuff and support us, um, we've got audibletrial.com slash usual podcast. Um, one of my, uh, one of my honorable mentions was a couple audiobooks, but I'll mention that next time. Um, one of them cool. is Zero G by Dan Wells, who is, was on the cruise with me. And it's, um, a straight to audible book. It's phenomenal. Full cast of characters. It's amazing. And I'm actually reading, what am I reading right now? Uh, shoot, 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 shoot. Oh, um, uh, John Scalzi. I finally got my, uh, downloaded my first John Scalzi book and I'm reading The Interdependency, which is phenomenal as well if you like sci fi. And, um, very, very cool. I, my, one of my things is I'm reading more audiobooks. So here we are. And the lastly, of course, the best way to support the show, check out our new tiers. We'll be tweaking that in the next month or two. But of course, patreon.com slash usual podcast. Um, support us there. Give us some money. Um, we will see you at Comic Cons. We will see you in all the places. We'll see you online. And uh, anything else, my friend? What am I forgetting? Yeah, we'll just make sure that every day you have a fun. Oh, by the gods, have a fun. And we'll see you all next week. Peace. I almost said in a couple weeks, but I just want to say next week. It's it's my thing. It is. Well, you can always switch it to next time. Next time. Yeah. We'll see.